Possum Possum Podcast. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Possum Possum Podcast. My name is Miles. Glad to be back with you here. In our 30-plus episodes of this series, we're happy to continue it uh, with a returning guest. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Pam Remstein, and I work at UNM Tufts, and I oversee Teacher Pathways. Thank you, Pam. Thanks so much for joining us again. Um, and Teacher Pathways is a program that is a part of UNM uh, at the Taos location. Is that accurate? Yeah, and I oversee both elementary, secondary, and early childhood programs there, supporting students in getting enrolled and looking at all the possibilities there are in the teaching profession. Wow. Yeah, that sounds actually a lot broader than I even realized. Um, And as far as the upcoming um, classes that are being offered, um, would you like to dive into those that are available uh, for early childhood, uh, or all of them, or what would you like for us to cover today? Well, let's talk about early childhood for today, since Paso Paso is focused on early childhood. And if people want to contact me about other um, courses, they're certainly welcome to. But a little bit about also um, about the early childhood education and development program is that it is not your typical um, coursework, line of coursework. We have a really innovative program where we combine, the coursework consists of not just going to class, but it also consists of being part of a teacher residency program and also participating in a a professional learning circle or a PLC, as some people call it for short. And those three components really make up um, our coursework in the early childhood um, field at UNM Taos. And it is unique to UNM Taos for right now, and hopefully in the future other people will be doing it. But we have really enjoyed putting this together in this fashion because students are not only getting the theory about learning and the practice of the practice in the coursework they're now also being able to put that theory and practice into play in a classroom with a mentor teacher and we have some wonderful mentor teachers um, in our district who have volunteered to be a part of this program where they're supporting our students in learning um, on the ground, really getting them to be able to see the things they're studying in class happen in real time in the classroom Great. and have dialogue with our students about that. And then the other component is our professional learning circle where this is a reflective meeting that students have um, a few times a month with a faculty member or an adjunct, and they're really digging in deep into sharing about what they're observing in the classroom, as well as what they're learning in their UNM coursework. And so it's this lovely bridge where they're really talking more reflectively about their work and what they're experiencing and what's 
what they're learning. Uh, Pam, I appreciate all that information. If it's okay, I'd like to take a step backward. Um, what would sure. be a reason why, and what is the outcome of someone taking these courses and, and perhaps um, obtaining a certification, uh, if I'm correct in stating that? Okay, so there's a couple questions in there, Miles. So let's start with the, the last one. So there are several um, pathways to this. You could start off getting a child development certificate, which is just taking four courses. There are four specific courses that you take. You could then also um, get the early childhood certificate, which means you've taken all of the early childhood courses. Um, and then there is the AA, the associate, which means you've taken not only all of the early childhood courses, you've taken the required general education courses as well. Um, and. You know, I think what's great is is that why would somebody want to do this? I think that being a one, there's the joy of being a teacher. There's all the learning, um, all the joy of working with children and really um, engaging with children on a high level. New Mexico certainly needs teachers, whether it's elementary or early childhood and secondary. There is a great shortage, and so if you want to serve your community. Um, as well as have a passion for working with children, this is a great opportunity, um, which also leads me to the fact that if you are studying early childhood, there are lots of um, different scholarships from the state, whether they are grow your own scholarships or the state prepare uh, the prepared affordability scholarship. And then if you're working in a center that is overseen by the early childhood department, they also have scholarships as well. So there is great opportunity to go to school for free Wow! while you're earning your degree. Yeah. That's amazing. And so, um, and then you, you also shared that it sounds like the way in which the program is developed here in Taos is unique to Taos. Um, and I, I, I gather that suggests that it's not the same throughout the state at the other UNM locations. Is that a uh, process and a program uh, in its development that uh, was created here, I assume? Yes. Yeah, so the Taos Early Childhood Alliance, the committee of the Paso Paso Network, came up with this idea. Um, it was brainchild of uh, Taylor Etemendi. Um, and then most, many of us worked together to really refine the coursework and how the program will work. Um, the Early Childhood um, Alliance also received a grant from Thornburg Foundation to really jumpstart this several years ago. And it's really made a difference in um, having students really attend as well. I think that one of the big pieces of this is there was research done several years ago by Helen Forte under UNM Taos where um, we found that students weren't attending early childhood classes, not because they didn't want to, but because of the times it was scheduled, the time that it took, and all those things. So, and then, um, and also just realizing it would be fabulous if students could be mentored while they're in school so that they're not starting off teaching um, kind of not knowing what they're doing. Mm. So they've already had the experience. 
And so they're feeling much more confident and grounded once they're in the classroom on their own. Yeah. Um, that makes sense because, like you said, not only is it the academic components and and all of the um, education they're receiving, but being able to uh, implement it in real time and alongside um, that education in the classroom does sound like a really unique opportunity and one that I'd, I wouldn't believe is paralleled in many other uh, uh, fields of, of coursework. Um, and so that, that is really great. And it sounds as though that's kind of a new approach. Is it just the last couple of years where that kind of side-by-side um, education with implementation has been going on? So teacher residency programs are fairly common in, in master's programs and in some bachelor programs across the country. Um, what makes us unique is we're, I, we have not been able to find another associate level program that's doing this. Um, so we're unique in that sense. The teacher residency programs have become much more common because we're realizing that many teachers are not prepared to teach because, as we know, sometimes studying something in a college classroom is very different from living the life. And so really making sure that when our teachers leave us that they feel comfortable and confident um, and ready and they really understand all the nuances of working in a school, whether it's communicating with families, working with an administration, um, as well as the minus the things like the day-to-day life of classroom management and how to implement lessons and how to facilitate, um, a, you know, and orchestrate a classroom environment. Yeah, that's great. And so it is now, as we record this, uh, April... And so that would suggest that um, the classes will begin in, in a couple months. Um, when, when would classes begin, and, and by when should people enroll if they're interested? So this month, UNM TALC is, um, registration is now open, I believe, on the 12th. Um, and so you can start registering for the summer and fall. We do not offer any early childhood courses in the summer right now. If people are interested in elementary or secondary, we will be offering introduction to education, um, which is not for early childhood people, but is for elementary and secondary. It's a great first class to take because it really grounds you in understanding what it means to be a teacher and really deciding if this is the field for you. Um, But we will start up again in the fall with early childhood courses. And you would take, your first course would be child growth and development and learning. And we would also then have other courses you can take alongside that. As far as early childhood, you could take health, safety, and nutrition and guiding young children if you're just starting. Yeah. Wonderful. And um, the website would likely be the best place for people to learn about how to enroll. Is that accurate? Yes, just go to UNM Taos, and there are definite links there to go to admissions and make an appointment. You can make a Zoom appointment, and then once you go through the admissions, then you um, they'll send you to financial aid and then to advisement to sign up for courses. Great. And, and along the pathway, you'll be directed to me so that I can really talk to you about your hopes and dreams in education. 
Wonderful. Well, I'm sure that's uh, important and helpful for, for you know, returning students or new students to have that one-on-one attention and guidance through the process. Um, on these recent episodes of the podcast, we've been uh, focusing uh, for a few uh, episodes now on the House Joint Resolution 1 and all the progress made at the state uh, uh, Senate and um, Congress congressional level. How are you feeling about the field of early childhood in New Mexico at this point? I know you've been in the field for many years. And um, do you have any thoughts on kind of where we are as a state or as a region at, at this time? I, I'm feeling hopeful, Miles. I really am. I um, see that that um, people are really waking up and realizing that early childhood is so important that, um, that the brain, you know, we all, many of us in the field, know that brain research definitely states that the early years are the most important years. And that means that we need our children to have a healthy start right from the get-go, right when they're in utero, and really making sure that they're getting the services they need, whether it's participating in home visiting, going to an early learning center, um, Families making sure that they're participating in parenting workshops. Um, all of these different um, aspects are so important. Making sure that our children, if needed, are getting um, early services. In in um, if if their uh, development is a little behind, um, and so we really want to make sure that our little citizens of the world are getting what they need up front. And that means families making sure they get what they need as well up front. And then I'm hopeful that um, our state has really taken some bold steps and is starting to see the importance. Certainly our governor is, and with the new early childhood um, department, um, this is definitely framing how Mexico is seeing themselves and how they're supporting children and families. Yeah. And uh, with all these positive changes, sounds like there's only going to be an increased need and awareness for quality uh, early childhood uh, experiences and education. And it's wonderful that UNM Taos is providing a pathway into that. Uh, as you mentioned, if you check out the UNM Taos website, uh, you can uh, look into enrolling there and setting up a, an appointment. Um, along the way, you'll be uh, meeting Pam, uh, here our guest today, and uh, we hope that you and others uh, that may be interested will join the field and uh, help continue to uh, support our families and youngest citizens, as, as Pam mentioned, in our community and, and really leading to a brighter future for us all here. Uh, thanks so much, Pam, for joining us today. Uh, any last words or um, things you'd like to share with the listeners? just give you my telephone number if you'd like to reach me 575-737-6266 so 737-6266 and if I don't answer please leave a message so I know you've called and then the other way you can reach me is through my email r-e-m-s-t-e-i-n at u-n-m Dot edu. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank Wonderful. You. Yes, Thanks, thank Miles. you, Pam. Have a great day, Pam. Thanks so much for joining us again.